Hammer time. I stopped. <laughs> Is that a cool way to start? That seems cool. That's a cool thing to say. Yeah, yeah. The time hammer. Very, very hammer timely. time. No, it's retro. Now, what kind of hammer back, are we baby. talking? You got a, yeah, you got a four pound sledge, go eight pound sledge, nine pound sledge, maybe ten pound sledge. You never know. I mean, based based on the pants associated with the man, I would assume it's a ball peen. Am I right? Hello. Oh, ball peen, not a dead Hello? blow. Because because <laughs> he, he when he danced sideways in those pants, I can only imagine everything was swanging. That those aren't. That's not. He didn't wear a supportive pant. That was a flowy pant. It was. It was. I know. Did you? We now we weren't the the generation that would have worn them. But have you ever, through some sort of like costume situation, worn an MC Hammer esque pant? Uh, no. Uh, me like you. Uh, grew up in rural Cecil County, Maryland, as a as a middle class white. So uh, we did. I didn't know I didn't of college. Do no. I didn't ever do that much MC, experimenting. You ever worn any MC Escher pants? Uh, paradoxical or just like optical illusion pants? No, I don't. I don't think so. Unless the optical illusion was that you know the pants make my legs look regular. Hey, p- paradox, pair of pants, <laughs> pantsadoxical. Is there anything there? There's a pantsadox. Is there anything there? Hello. <laughs> I don't know, man. We, we might be onto something. There's a there's an I Illuminati got... alarm bell ringing right now in some <laughs> deep cave office. I'm very, very, very slightly high, and I feel nice. like I'm in a sweet spot. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little catch up here real quick. Okay. And what an interesting thing to bring up, since that's what I want to do with you. You've had adventures since we last spoke, possibly multiple. I'd like to hear about them. For the listener, we tried to do this on on Sunday, but Florida hates Jimbo. It's and actually we couldn't not do it. it. It was it was me hating myself. <laughs> and then we couldn't do it Tuesday because I'm learning goddamn Italian. So we're doing it today on on International Women's Day. Yeah. Uh, and because we're decent, upstanding men, this won't be released we're until new, not tomorrow. There we go. Yeah, I was about to say neither of us are wearing bras, but yeah, it, it won't be released until tomorrow. You got it. Oh, oh, I'm freeing the nipple tonight. <laughs> Busting all four of mine out, walking around the house. You freed it decades ago. Well, you freed them decades ago, I should say. That's true. My nipples are rarely bound. Ah. Um. So I, I guess yeah. I'll, I'll do a little. Like a table of contents, you know, if you want to, if you want to skip ahead at any point in the story, just think <laughs> of the amount of time that you think that part of the story would take and then skip ahead or don't, whatever. Sure. But yeah, uh, I went down to Florida to see some Phillies play and also to see some of my family, which includes all of my family. And <laughs> with me, I brought uh, one carry on bag uh, because I was only allowed one carry on because. All air carriers now are like, hey, that price that you see, that's actually like the fuck you price. You don't get to select your seat. You're going to get a middle seat. You're probably going to have to pay for that middle seat, and you only get to bring on one bag. So No uh, eye contact with any of the flight attendants. <laughs> yeah. Also, those name brand snacks that we advertise, yeah, you're getting Pepsi products. Fuck you. Like <laughs> That's our name brand. Getting some RCS Cola. 
You think you think you're getting the cheese that the rest of the passengers get? Uh-uh. Uh-uh, you're getting plantain chips. <laughs> well, is that good or bad? That almost sounds good. I didn't ask for them. I I I, I think I've sworn off of the the plain food cuz all right, uh, I'm do- really doing bad table of contents here. But uh <laughs> on the on the flight back, like waiting at the gate in Tampa, uh they they said we have some delicious pretzels. Like they just had like a a basket of the pretzels that they give out on the plane. They were like, "Yeah, anybody who wants some free pretzels, you know, before you get on the plane, we got we got a bunch of pretzels." And the guy who sat next to me had like four bags, and he he, he was he was a guy like me, other than he, the fact that he probably had a haircut within the last like nine months. Sure, uh, are we are we talking the standard bags of mini pretzels? Yeah. Yeah, like dry, like, dusty, these, pressed pretzels. These weren't like, like freshly baked soft pretzels. No, and there was an Annie Anne's in the terminal. So like if you wanted like to taste a pretzel, you could. It's insane. I don't care for it. I won't accept it. I'm sure there was there was something. I don't know. That, that experience in the Tampa airport was weird. It was arguably the shortest time I've ever spent in security. Uh punctuated by free pretzels and the smallest plunger I've ever seen in in a man's hand. Like I, you know, you've seen decorative plungers like in the Lego movie and stuff. Like it's like, oh, it's sure. cute. They sure. made a little plunger. Sure. But literally, I saw a guy who had like maybe a 2-inch plunger, like a like the the plunger diameter. Okay. And the handle like, a, like couldn't like a have been sink? more than 8 inches. Like I guess so. I, I guess they make sink plungers, but still, he was a big guy. He was taller than me. So, like guy like that with your shirt tucked in and blue pants, you shouldn't be walking around with a tiny plunger. That's you, that's something that know. goes on your belt. Oh, that's true. That's a that's a good look. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna or make least- you look huge too. If you're already big and you've got <laughs> a normally standard sized item that has been downsized clipped to your belt that's gonna really throw out that's some forced perspective for, uh, well i saw the guy coming out of the men's room so yeah it, i'm sure i got hit with the optical illusion to start but then i sized the yeah. guy up i was like dude bigger than me then i sized up the the plunger and i was like nope tiny plunger like not not <laughs> like insanely massive man or in you know the tiniest plunger I've ever seen, because I think that was in the Lego movie, but probably the second smallest plunger. I mean, did you see the Lego movie in theaters? I did. I mean, then that was probably still a pretty big fucking plunger as far as actual... That's true. That's true. And I, I was, mean, I was are pretty we talking scale that. of Lego or scale of real life on the wall? Yeah, implied Lego scale is what I was going, but you just shattered my reality. Thanks. Yeah. I should in, go back to Tampa, get some redemption. Now there's your doxa pants. There you go. Yeah. How, yeah. how can my, my... the smallest plunger you've ever seen also be the largest plunger you've ever seen? <laughs> As it, man. <laughs> uh, you just hurt my I'm brain. In, I'm in the sweet spot. You know what it was? I, I I drank this this THC out of a can. So in a way, I'm in my. I'm in my wheelhouse of drinking something out of a can and having it chemically affect me. Now, uh, how long ago was this? This was about an hour ago. Okay, good. Because one of those that I had got on me like quick and lasted for like an hour and a half, but it was like a sativa, like heady, just laughy, I'm up, not like fucked up in the couch high. 
and it would have been perfect for Adam Sandler movies. It was just like, oh, Adam Sandler came out with the Hotel Transylvania 18. Let's go see that. And it's like, <laughs> all right, I just got to get through this. And you slug one of those in the parking lot. Sure enough, it, it's the best time you've had in years at the movies. Pop one, go see Grown Ups 2, laugh at Kevin James. <laughs> go see Grown Ups 6. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wish. I, I wish <laughs> We're bad. We're not there yet. Yeah. I wish that the grown-ups had kept up with the Fast and Furious film output. That'd be nice. They still got a shot. Their franchise is young. That's true. I mean, the whole premise is that they've grown up. So all yeah, they need to do is continue. in the beginnings. Yeah, they just need to continue to age. All they have to do is stay alive, and even then, we don't need all of them. We just need some of them. Yeah. And then you can have origin stories, and then Ant-Man, like, or some Paul Rudd character can come along and, you know go back in time and be the deus ex machina that they all need yeah yeah and then it's it's we are well past the point that the happy madison universe which some people there are like some fun fan theories that all of the happy madison movies take place in the same universe um i don't know how you explain like the ha- the goings on of the L- little nicky because i feel like that would have made the news in all the other universes i don't but, uh, understand how you explain how Adam Sandler exists in all those places. That's true. Cause it's especially since same his guy. character, well, his, his character in Grown Ups is basically Adam Sandler. He's got a different name, but he's like a new England guy who, who moves to Hollywood and becomes an actor and then came back or not an actor. He, he's an agent, I think. And then he moves back. So like, I mean, Adam Sandler just is a famous, a famous guy. So right. he, could he, could he be his own agent? Like, but does Adam Sandler is he married to a Salma Hayek type, and they go to Fashion Week in Milan? He's ma- he's married to exactly Salma Hayek, and uh, at one point in Grown Ups Two, barrels the camera and says, "Yeah, uh, like right? I could only get somebody like your mom in a Hollywood movie." While he's talking to his children, and he <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, classic but it's, Sandler. It's, it's long past that we should combine the Happy Madison universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That we need, we need that, and no, whatever I the think, Fast I Universe think... is called. Sorry, no, that's you... it. Okay, I I think uh, we should put you know the Happy Madison universe as the intermediary between the <laughs> Marvel and DC universes. Like when, when there is the ultimate showdown between you know the Justice League and and the Avengers and whoever else wants to tag along from Marvel, it happens in Happy Madison universe. It's like the Midgard of of their world. Hell yeah! Because then the audience is treated to just dozens of Adam Sandler's of various ages getting slaughtered. Looks like we had a little technical difficulty there. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I, I I read you loud and clear now, though. Was that me or you, just out of curiosity? Hard to say. You froze on me? Okay, you froze on me, but it didn't give me the reading, uh, like the little uh, didn't unstable give me connection. A warning either. Yeah, so huh. ah, we're, we're going to call that a fluke. We're going to ignore yeah, well, it. I'm not going to edit any of this out. We both threw rock in rock, paper, scissors, man. You know what? We're two fellas trying to get something done on International Women's Day, in, and we're not being prioritized, and that's correct, you know? Yeah, my that's, that's I, fine. My, my ISP okay is hopefully taking care of one of my female neighbors right now, you know? I nice. hope yeah. they're really streaming the hell out of some content. I mean, our ISP definitely gives us 
less than 75% of whatever. Uh, <laughs> it, what is advertised, I guess. Hell yeah. We recently um, so got an ad that was like Comcast is 1,000 times faster than AT&T. And it's like, I don't know. Or no, I think it was said 10,000. It's like, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I yeah, don't know also, if you advertise like, that. Yeah, you guys don't exactly do always do the same stuff either. You have different yeah. types of networks. Yeah. But uh but yeah, but I, tell me about Florida. Enough of me, enough of me fi- trying to shoehorn in Adam Sandler and Vin Diesel together. I want to know about Florida. Uh no, it, I mean we we shoehorned them in together, but but <laughs> yeah, I, so I had I had a shit bum situation flying down, so like I only brought the one duffel. I'm not a roll-on man. Sorry, that's the way I roll. I'm I'm carrying my bag. Me too, buddy. And yeah, I'm I'm not a backpack man either. Since I since I broke the plastic uh, clippy on on my my backpack, so that's down to one strap. So guess what? Ooh. We're going with the duffel. Can't fit Fair this enough. good computer, which may be now the average computer, I guess, uh, <laughs> in in that duffel, along with like four days worth of clothes. So I got to go with the smaller, newer one that has the touchscreen. Guess what? That one sucks. Thanks, Bill Gates. I love the new operating system you put on it. <laughs> Everyone's raving about Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad uh they don't support Windows Mobile anymore. And yeah, that was the like one of the most recent things they made that worked, at least yeah. for some I rem- things. I remember you really enjoying the Windows phone and being really bummed when they, I guess they stopped making them and supporting them. I did not I enjoy this. the Windows Phone. Let's let's be honest there. It's good no? for some things. I, okay, but I because it was it was my first smartphone, so I I kind of fought getting a smartphone. Ah, uh, yeah, a lot of us that, did. That was the one that AT and T was pushing at the time that I had to <laughs> like. You know, my, my flip phone shit the bed, and they were like, "All right, it's time to force you to get a smartphone." I was like, "God damn it!" And so. They're like, yeah, well, Windows Phone. They're all wearing Windows Phone fucking shirts. And uh, yeah, sure enough, had to have a Windows Phone. And guess what that meant? It meant that I had Zune uh, software for, you know, media playing. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. send my contacts to the next phone that I got, which was another Windows Phone. And guess what? I uploaded all of them manually like a dickhead. And... uh, that Windows phone also wasn't able to send the contacts. And then, then I got an LG G3, which, you know, I've been using the same contact tree since then. So I haven't had to really manually enter anybody's shit in except when I meet them now, thankfully. Yeah, which is great that <sighs> phones do that because now I have contacts from like the first year that I got a cell phone or a smartphone that I haven't talked to since. Yeah, the dickheads from freshman year of college that are still hanging around in your shit. <laughs> yeah, just like I don't pe- people. I don't even know some of the people in my phone. Like I'm just like I don't know anyone with this name. I have no idea. Yeah, how you handed your here. phone to somebody, <laughs> and yet I do so little like editing or you know, manipulating of my contacts that I'm mortally afraid that if I go to delete a contact, I will accidentally call them and I cannot handle that. (laughs) All right. Just the idea of it ringing for a split second, them answering it and me being like, ah, 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 that's 
No, no. So you haven't practiced that yet? Nope. Because you're mortally afraid of doing that to every single contact? I could so easily just do that with like, hell, your phone number. Just see how I would go about editing it. And if I accidentally call you, it's you. It's not a big deal. There are plenty of ways for me to solve this, and I'm refusing to do it. Okay. Well, if you ever want to, you know, Shaolin monk practice how to block a number, I'll uh, I'll, I'll throw my hat in the and ring hey, to be a, a the master. I'm honored you would uh, risk getting an accidental call from me, probably with a forewarned text message. Also, Thanks. Little Alchemy and Little Alchemy Two is available in the App Store now. In case you want to, go oh, and play that. all right. <laughs> uh, I liked Windows Phone Alchemy. Not to not to say that I liked too many things about the Windows phone because it couldn't get <laughs> Yahoo or ESPN fantasy apps, but I had to use Fantasy Weird. Fair, which which was one of those <laughs> first like third parties that signed in your profiles. It dropped Tony Romo one time and I was like, Come on, Fantasy Ferret, like <laughs> ferrets don't know about football. Clearly. How'd they uh, choose Ferret though? They didn't even have like a ferret logo. I got nothing. Ferrets have no positive connotations, really. Um, yeah, they're strange pets. I don't know. They get thrown in uh, the dude's bathtub on occasion. Yep. Some sort of that's weasel-like a, creature. An ermine, that's all, that's all I got. Yeah. All right. So anyway, weasel-like creatures, <laughs> Florida. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> smaller, crappier laptop didn't allow us to record on Sunday, but... When I was flying down on Friday, uh, I got to I got to watch some television that they have. I didn't realize that JetBlue had like forty year old Virgin, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Old School, and Step Brothers. I don't think if I fly a JetBlue flight, as long as they keep those movies, I'll watch anything else. I think <laughs> I'm just gonna keep yeah. a rotation of those five movies, and I'll be fine for the rest of my time flying on JetBlue. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Yeah. Those are all also really good, like, if you need to, or if you're able to fall asleep movies, you're just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to fall asleep for a half hour. Exactly. But, yeah, I, I'm just spreading the good word right now. So, if you ever fly on a JetBlue flight, yeah, creep the Anchorman, creep, creep the Judd Apatow and the Adam McKay's. Absolutely. That's, that's the positive news we need in this dreary exactly. winter. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that might... uh. It might help speed up the the Ukraine war. You know, once once they get get done fighting over there, they can come over to America, fly some of our domestic flights, and just see how funny things were in the mid two thousands. If I could do a Ukrainian accent right now, I would. Oh, you don't have the modulator for that? <laughs> no, I only <laughs> Damn, have, I have I have Uzbek, I have Slovenian. And I have Georgia, but it's actually our Georgia, not <laughs> Kyrgyzstan, the Eastern European Georgia. Oh, okay, all right, sweet, yeah. Um, so let's see. Florida is is not my kind of weather, uh, compared to I guess the way Massachusetts is right now. You know, in yeah. March, yeah, going going from like 30s to the the 80s for a guy who already likes the 30s. Or maybe a little bit warmer than the 30s, but definitely not 80s. Like, 80s is always way too warm. Is it, is it is already uh, wet, too? Is it a wet heat? Oh, yeah. Wet as hell. Like we, were, we were, like, uh, on the approach. We were, we were like, a thousand feet up, and I was like, I know, like, 
I know the ground is close, but damn, that that air is thick. Everything was hazy. It's no good. It's when no, you really got a baby it's not powder. What you like up to see the bottom half, the nethers. I I haven't made that turn yet. I it's like the coffee one. You know, once you do it, you, it's hard to go back, buddy. I made that. Then it, it, that makes sense. I've been doing that f- for I don't know since I was like twenty four, about ten years. I know. Now. You you and a lot of my buds, but it's just like, no, if my thighs rub together and that chafes, like, that's my fault. For me, it was more the balls. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I feel like whenever I was in a lot of these warm environs, I'd be walking around a lot, you know, trying to I'd be on vacation. So I'd be like wandering around New Orleans with just yeah. chafed yeah. nuts. Well, I mean, wandering around New Orleans, wandering around Florida. You don't really wander around Florida. That's the thing. You wander in like a car. Yeah, you drive everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, we drove to the Phillies game first, and the Phillies played the, yeah. I got to see the Philadelphia Fanatic flash some people. Um, Might post that. Uh, Actually, that Philadelphia Fanatic was flashing like everybody. Like the opposing pitchers, fans, opposing fans, staff, like everybody. Flashing, flashing its titties. Uh, it doesn't really have tits. It just but, has yeah. a, a hairy chest. It doesn't have big that. juicy. T- there's. It doesn't have a set of big juicy titties under there. <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately not. I wish I, the fanatic had a had a nice pair. Of just fucking, just just big old wabos. Just fucking huge cans. Huge. Human woman cans on nope, its green fuzzy body, flat chested. Yeah. yeah, but through Built the magic like, of I don't know imagination, Andy probably. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was good. Philly fanatic was a highlight. Uh, I saw Alfredo Amezaga. I texted uh, Tim and and Papa about that because man, that guy's a. Uh, Former Mexican baseball great, who's now the first base coach of the Tigers, Alfredo Amezga. He's a guy cool who got like he he played like 400 games over like 12 years, like it, which is not a lot. Like that's that's a very low average. He he went to different leagues in different countries all the time and kept nice. on coming back. Yeah, yeah. He he played every position I think, but pitcher and catcher. Uh, all right. But yeah. I, Nothing else to report other than that I think the pitch clock might save baseball. That's what everybody seems to think. Uh, the game goes faster. It seems to piss off the players just the right amount, but where they can't fight <laughs> about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And and the, and that's what you're looking for in rule changes in sports. It's like pissing off the players just enough. Just enough. And, for it, some added motivation, but not so much that they go on strike. Yeah. But to bring money back into baseball so it can go to the owners and to nobody else. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's that's why we do it. That's why we, we love it. We love sports because of the business, the business aspect. Damn right. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we, we saw the the second game we saw was against the Pirates on Saturday. Uh, still at the, the Phillies ballpark in Clearwater, which is like home of Scientology or one of the Scientology things. And oh yeah, there's uh the the owner of the pirates. We were on the opposing team side, which ended up being the shady side of the ballpark. So I wasn't I wasn't upset about it. 
But uh, the owner of the Pirates was sitting in the first row, and we were in like the 20th or whatever. But we, uh, me and my brother looked up some biographical facts about the guy. And, and yeah, my, my brother was much more active in, in trying to heckle the owner of the Pirates. But, yeah, he, <laughs> his nickname is Bottom Line Bob because he's like a cheapskate and shit. Okay. And uh, he, he apparently doesn't like that nickname. It's not a flattering nickname. Unless you were well, like I'm a, if you're, uh, if you're like, then that's the bottom line. If you're doing it that way, that could be a compliment. But yeah, if it's because yeah. you're a tightwad, then yeah, that's that ain't good. It, eh, whatever. I mean, he, baseball wasn't his first business, but everybody's like, sell the team, like stop ruining in baseball in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, ostensibly the owner's only job is to spend money, like, right. That's kind of their only thing. I move the team if they need to. Yeah, but they usually do that <laughs> for the purposes of spending more money. No, because the city is like, no, we'll build you a stadium. So it's basically like the owner doesn't have to spend money. Ah, yeah, gotcha. the the owner The owner wants to keep the money. That's the whole point. Ah, see, this is why they, I would be no good at being rich. Is that I keep yeah, forgetting that once you have money, you need to have exponentially more of it. You, you yeah. think that once you got a lot of money, you'd be okay where you are or okay giving some away even. But it turns out the more money you have, the more of an insane asshole you become. Yeah. But when, you know, talking to people who have money, I mean, you know, this is like the trickle down economics. It's but- true. Yeah, if the people up top benefit, then everybody's going to benefit. It's like, well, no. <laughs> like, w- think of systems where people at the top benefit, and then and then it doesn't trickle down. Like, maybe slavery. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, if, if the owners, like, get a really good price for the product, like, maybe they'll treat their slaves better. And it's like, eh, no, it's not nope. how it works. <laughs> nope. Nope, there's exactly one way that the rich trickle down to the poor, and that is by uh, urinating directly upon them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Although sometimes they pay the poors for that privilege. Yeah. I don't think anybody's but, paying us for that. No. But I also don't think <laughs> I've Nobody ever wants been, to pay us. Like, I, uh, I just I have like nine beers. I don't think I've ever been beers. directly peed on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... You're not heckling the owner. Your but my brother, is. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have much from that second game. It was it was a good game. The Phillies right. uh, ended up winning that one, which meant nothing. Yeah, this is none of this counts, right? Right. Even if the yeah. game is tied at the end of nine innings, they're just like the game is over. It's hot. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so. After the games were over, I mean, it's basically you can only go to the beach or one of the fantastic restaurants that they have in the Clearwater area. And I mean, we did go to a fantastic Puerto Rican fusion restaurant, KPQ. Shout out. Sweet. Uh, But also, I mean, there's a lot of good TV down there because on the local stations, they have a Scientology channel. What? Yep. Yep. Channel sixty two. How it have was... I not heard about this? I've well, heard. They... I've I've listened to like I would say conservatively fifteen hours of podcasts 
like factual podcasts, just like documentary style podcasts about L. Ron Hubbard specifically. Yeah. And How much do you hate Leah Romini? Because for like somebody who who's probably done a comparable amount of like looking into Scientology as you, which I have, I hate her. Like I wish the anti Scientology community had somebody else as a spokesman. Yeah, she's not a compelling uh, sort of escapee from the cult. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. The way she's doing it also is kind of shitty. What, on like women's entertainment? Sorry, International Women's Day. I apologize. I mean, I didn't know that's what it was aired on, but just like the, I watched <laughs> a couple of, I watched a couple episodes of that program and I was like, this sucks. Like she's she's shocked by everything. Like she's like the what? And it's like, yeah, you're presenting this. Like you're the you're the host. Stop. She's she's also an actress. Yeah, yeah, but she's acting with less of like She's she's doing less than she did on King of Queens, which was a comedy where you're allowed to, you know, goof around. Right. She's hamming it up even more like, wait, what? Huh? It's, I I mean, maybe she's trying to, like, dumb it down for the masses, I guess. And I'm or yeah, you know, pretty, guide I'm pretty fucking enlightened. Reaction. Yeah, exactly. I know. So, uh, yeah, we're in agreement there, at least. I didn't watch any of the Scientology programs, but uh, they did have, like, meet a Scientologist. And then there was one that had like <laughs> Dianetics, whatever. Uh, the I me- mean, all, <laughs> sorry. All I could think of is Dianetics Junior is much better than Krishna. Yeah, exactly. The t- Tenacious D lyric that I heard long before I'd heard of Dianetics or Scientology. So I just thought Jack Black was just. Ma- I hadn't heard of Krishna either. Like I didn't know. I don't know I what figured, he was talking about. Yeah, I figured Dianetics was some sort of prescription drug. That people took, I probably did too. And yeah. then, but then calling it Dianetics Junior, I was just, I still, I mean, I, I think he was just tossing a junior on because it was funny. Like that's what they did. They were wacky. Unless there's a Scientology book for kids called Dianetics Junior, which wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. They're pretty nuts. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Yeah, the only content I would have watched the content if I'm honest. I'm glad I didn't know about this when I've the few times I've been in in Florida or I'd have been watching. Well, I don't know if it's a local uh channel everywhere or if it's just in the Clearwater area because I mean that is gotcha. a hotbed yeah. of the of their activity. Yeah. yeah. The old UHF Scientology station. Um, yeah, I think that's but, where uh Jack Parsons stole or no L. Ron Hubbard stole Jack Parsons' wife, right? Was on on a yacht in Clearwater. Uh, what is it with them and and the wife, what wives being missing or kidnapped or stolen? Like I don't know, but I think it's it's I, probably you know what? fine. Let, let, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't want to turn into one of those types of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably fine. I think it's fine. Somebody else. The reason is I thought it. the reason I thought the Leah Romini special was on women's entertainment was probably because I was watching Law and Order on women's entertainment. And the commercial came on for it on women's entertainment. Yeah, it probably is. It makes sense. She is a woman a lot who's, of women's who's providing entertainment. entertainment. Uh, let's see. I got I got some more TV griping to do. You're gonna love this because it involves advertisements. My favorite. So, so, yeah, you didn't watch the Super Bowl, right? You kept an eye on the score, but you didn't watch the Super Bowl? 
That's correct. I was playing Space D and D. Yeah. Uh, on the scoreboard, did they keep track of like commercials at all? No. Okay. Because there was a Dave Grohl commercial uh, that talked about all the good things from Canada. Okay, I was gonna say I think I've seen stills from this, but I haven't seen the actual commercial. Just like yeah, I, of- I forget what the actual product was. It always a great sign of a commercial. It had Dave Grohl, uh, a couple other guys from you know the the band that he's in, I guess. Or maybe they were actors. Who knows? I Who guess knows? they were all in a movie, right? Yeah, was a it, movie about was it just themselves playing yeah. themselves. Okay. So yeah. so, yeah, maybe they're like, well, we did acting. Now we can do paid celebrity advertising because that's a clear like trajectory for all actors. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. The amount of celebrity endorsements in commercials now is ridiculous. It's like, stop it, guys. Stop. Like, can somebody not say yes to an advertiser? Can somebody not sign a contract? But then again, I guess, you know, this is the, the wealthy and their money. Yeah. I think it's uh who was it who did uh Bob Dole did those Viagra commercials, right? Sure. I feel like once he did that, every agent in the world got to be like, Look, I know you don't want to do the ad for such and such, but Bob Dole did an ad for Viagra. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't it didn't fuck up his political career. So you go ahead it's not gonna fuck up your acting career if you do an ad for, you know, chipotle or fucking whatever i feel like they all they all joined forces to trick someone bob dole who lived a full life like post-presidential run like he would have become president but if he didn't he'd kind of have to recede and what does he do like boner pill commercial in the last five years of his life yeah yeah make that pitch make that pitch yeah, and it worked, and now all of them can be like, oh, look, crazier things have happened than you advertising new tiny belt-attached plungers, okay? Bob Dole did ads for Viagra. This won't end your career, Seth Rogen, new spokesperson for tiny plungers. Man, <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> <sighs> you can really plunge your fucking weed bowl, man. <sighs> You know what's funny about Seth Rogen is I watched Anchorman on the flight back, and uh, he plays a cameraman in that movie that doesn't have a stupid laugh, and he laughs in it. Like, did he have to doctor his laugh, or did he change his laugh to be a dickhead? Uh, I, I think, I think the latter. Yeah. I'm trying to remember his laugh from uh, Freaks and Geeks. I can't. Was exactly. it normal then? I feel like it's because it's just a normal then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I right. know somebody who changed their laugh in my lifetime of knowing that. You're a Seth Rogen truther. And, dude, big time. <laughs> I like I, I, I met someone when they were an adult and I was an adult. So your laugh is established. Your laugh is your laugh. And then they sought to change it and changed it to a louder, more annoying laugh. I'm not going to name them here, but a louder and more annoying laugh. And now everybody uh, goes, Did Damn. they lose friends because of it? A lot of people hated it. Nice. A lot of people. Love it. Yeah. So it's def it's and like they're not even shit, famous. Man. <laughs> they're just a person, you know? So yeah, if if they're willing to do it for no reason, I can only imagine an actor would be willing to do it for actory reasons. Yeah, but whew, did I'm that, a truther, man. He's he was already in like the Freaks and Greeks crew, so you know, the they they were cool with a 
all the producers, and he he would have been in the movies anyway. Uh, that's correct. Yes, go on. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't he didn't have to. Yeah, but would he have been the voice of the praying mantis in Kung Fu Panda had he not had such a distinct laugh? Probably, because he has a pretty distinct voice. I'd like to rescind my previous question. Retract? Rescind? There you go. I haven't watched yeah. enough Law and Order to remember my criminology terms. Uh, don't worry. I haven't watched much Law and Order recently either, because I don't get women's entertainment anymore. Thank you, Women's Entertainment, on International Women's Day. So, there's BET, but Women's Entertainment doesn't include the T, even right. though it's, is it because they don't want to just be wet? Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, no one would call it W-E-T, they would call it wet. I mean, I never even made the African-Americans gambling connection. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I hadn't either. Yeah, right? Wow. Maybe we would have called it W-E-T. Maybe. maybe, Maybe, like, they would have, yeah, passed that one right by us. Who knows? Like, if we Who grew knows? up, we if we grew up before we knew, like, could combine those two terms. Yeah. Yeah. And then dudes didn't even try and just went straight for Spike TV. No, not like guy entertainment television, not no get. Just, uh, I, I wish it had a different name. Uh, but I don't wish it had any different programming. It was it was awesome. I feel like not MXC dissimilar was to, the best. Yeah, why, <laughs> if if you buy a box set video of a of a '90s Nickelodeon show, like a box set DVD, it'll come with an insert of the television schedule, like the programming schedule for Nickelodeon on the years that that show ran. Like so if. Uh, Pete and Pete is a is a two season box set for one and two, and so you'll get both of those years' programs written out. And just looking at that is such a nice time capsule. I feel like the same would be true if you just get a just a look at the programming schedule for Spike TV in like you know just August two thousand three. A thousand ways to die. MXC. Slam MXC, ball, man. I was thinking about that recently, and I don't remember why. I think somebody was just talking about the the original show, uh, Takashi's <laughs> Castle. Uh, Takashi's Castle, and uh, <laughs> and all your mind just went. Burnt, burnt, burnt. I think Kenny about Gee and Vic Romano. Yeah, I think about <laughs> Gee all the time. <laughs> it's such a good show. <laughs> We we watched so much of that show in just over the course of like our entire career together. Like yeah. when you I remember when you and Papa came out to help me move that weird trip where it was move immediately upon landing. Yeah, that was fine. Um, that wasn't weird. Yeah. Reagan was at a bachelorette party for somebody and so it was the three of us and we hadn't set up the apartment yet because you know you just move it in you just kind of throw stuff around but we had the tv on the coffee table and we were like sitting on cushions on the floor just watching hours of mxc and it was uh, yeah, one of those, I, it was one of those I nights because i just moved in i didn't have the liquor store nailed down yet so we ended up making multiple trips to the corner store that night like right yeah it was great no i i remember like 
I had found a YouTube user who had uploaded like a bunch of seasons of it and they were yeah. ad free and it was like, yes. Yep. All right. <laughs> we watched that and we watched that very disappointing Indiana Jones documentary remake thing. <laughs> I wish yeah. It's a shame they didn't tease the explosion earlier because <laughs> that was by far the best part. For those and they of you do who it. don't no, well, yeah, who who haven't seen this thing. It's there's so this bad. group of friends that back when Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, they like watched it so many times they they went to recreate it shot by shot, like 100% of the movie as children. And then that like got lost or something or just stored away and they they grew up and one guy kind of stayed insane and wanted to continue doing and like finish it. But the problem was the the sort of like the climax, the big plane fight, which then blows up. They're like, we don't know how to do that. And so then as an adult, this guy, I think like crowdfunded to get the all, all he, the money yeah. to build out and a plane a and drama about his career. And they were like, you can't be away from work for another week just to blow up a Nazi plane for some yeah. like childhood dream of making Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, like he was going to lose, he had like a normal job and was going to lose the job. But we ended up watching this documentary about it, hoping we would see the actual thing that they made. But they never play that ever. You see like a few seconds of it total throughout the course of the documentary. And that's all we cared about was that. We didn't want to watch some psychopath. Like, I forget, does he get fired? He might get fired. I don't know. His his boss was like, it's it's fine just like you're an asshole yeah like at a certain point like he just kept asking for more time off and it's just like look if you want to come back to work like just come back to work but like yeah whatever fuck you <laughs> just wear them down yeah uh but yeah they almost blew up the the safety explosive like the explosive expert guy like he yeah. he almost died yeah <laughs> that was awesome uh, but no, you have to know that it it was a movie made by children, and so trying to like HD film a, a plane explosion and s- just jam that in the middle of like a, a basically like an hour eighth grade project, like a like yeah. just a VHS tape project, and like, just what suddenly the hell it's a, are it's you actually doing? Too. Yeah, like it'd be nothing but children and then one scene with adults and then presumably going back to children because I think they had filmed the ending of the movie. <laughs> yeah, how did they I, do the face melting? I, it was all ketchup and mayonnaise. Yeah, they just busted. Yeah. They just did uh, the, uh, the, the Metallica load and reload album covers. Gross. Very Gross. <laughs> gross. Don't Google what that artwork was, guys. Don't Google it. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, So anyway, Dave Dave Grohl's in this commercial talking about all the great things that come out of Canada. And so he's wrong on a lot of accounts. uh, Sick. I'm about to list them here. Hell yeah. So they say basketball was invented in Canada or like... It was invented by a guy who was born in Canada who moved to Springfield, Massachusetts, like and and invented it there. So yeah, that yeah. That's like a half. 
All right, a Canadian invented basketball. That's like how Whatever. Scotland takes credit for Alexander Graham Bell. Sure, or or but, Bobby Thompson. They they take Bobby Thompson too. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> you giants guy, you. Uh, they he also I don't know says who, I don't batting. know who that is. <laughs> he was he's a San, well he was a New York Giant, but he hit the shot heard around the world in 1951, which won the NL pennant for the the New York Giants. Oh, Bobby Thompson. <laughs> yep. Oh, that guy. Oh. People said he. People said he knew what was coming. That he had like some sort sort of uh, device on him that that would buzz to let him know what pitch was coming. He was a genuine Jose Altuve of his time. I was just gonna say, see a Jose, Jose Altuve type. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I was uh, just about to say that. So anyway, <laughs> Dave Grohl said batteries are from Canada. Like he held up a battery and said batteries, but I'm pretty hmm. sure they found batteries like from archaeological digs in ancient iraq yeah i think there's like it's known as like the babylon battery (laughs) yeah might might have to check that one yeah it's like Uh, four thousand years old or some shit (laughs) all right and the most egregious one and the one they made the biggest deal about which makes me think it might be like an nfl football commercial is that he says football was invented in canada insane and I mean, rugby was invented well before American football was and Canadian football was. Of course. Uh, but, like, their claim is that McGill University challenged Harvard back in 1874. But everybody who follows college football, at least, knows that Rutgers played a game against Princeton in 1869, like five years before that. And I got to tell Dave Grohl, like, you just got to watch out because you fired a shot across the bow of like Jersey people. Like you're not yeah. talking about regular Americans. Like it's Jersey people. Yeah. And also McGill's in French Canada. So you're not even yeah. like courting regular Canadians. You're, you're pitting Quebecois against people from Jersey, which I mean, everyone wins there. They're just going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. New Jersey McGill doesn't want to secede from its nation. <laughs> McGill needs to be stopped. McGill also claims to have created the internet. McGill is out of control. Wait, Ever met Al somebody Gore went, went to, to McGill? McGill? See, right? <laughs> no one thinks that McGill created the internet except McGill. McGill University, uh, their alumni are unhinged. I'll agree with you there. So yeah, I, if you went if you went to McGill, come find me and change my mind. So so that's just me warning Dave Grohl. Like, I know it's a little late. The Super Bowl was, like, a couple of weeks back. But, man, like, I didn't think about it until this past weekend, seeing that commercial for, like, the 15th time. <laughs> and you still don't know what the product is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at avoiding advertisements, man. But I, I'm sure I'm still not getting advertised, too, clearly. Absolutely. And, I mean, <laughs> that's the bigger battle. I guess so. Uh, well, you got to stay stoned. That's the whole point, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I got to say that on Clearwater Beach, uh, it's it's beautiful, like nice sand, good good distance to the water. It's not, not like Wildwood where it just keeps getting farther and farther out. Like the pier <laughs> is just over like 100 meters of sand. Sure. Uh, but... 
there seemed to be some sort of uh, plague amongst the the medium-sized fish of the Gulf of Mexico because there were a lot of dead fish watching up on the shore. Yeah, I heard there's another red tide that's real bad right now. Yeah. So uh, we saw a club car, you know, one of those like little jacked up golf carts. Yeah, and with like and guys off-roading with, tires. Uh, <laughs> yep, and guys with uh, gopher grabbers and respirators, just grabbing grabbing fish in the in the tide zone, tidal zone, and then <laughs> whipping them into the back. Uh, <laughs> usually, the crew had a guy a guy outside and a guy driving, and the guy driving was able to one hand it. Whoa! <laughs> I guess I guess they gave that to the veterans. Yeah, or I mean, would you want to be maybe maybe to just to the left-handed people, right? Because presumably that's the hand grabbing and squeezing while the right hand just holds the wheel steady. Yeah, yeah, I give you that. And that that employs all the left-handed people. We have a hard time finding work. We're we're freaks. It's true. We deserve to be well, beaten I, and told to pick up dead toxic fish. I mean, you could also play first base. We like left-handers for that. We do. We're real Bobby Thompson types. <laughs> now, Bobby Thompson played in the outfield. Fuck. Don't you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he probably played at first base once or twice. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Yep. Yep. That. <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking about later in his career. I was talking about his early stuff. <laughs> I was talking about his early stuff. Nice. Nice. Good save. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got to see a dead fish club car wagon. That was... <laughs> Uh, actually, two of That's them. Because I saw two different crews, yeah. Sort of a, a fish hearse. Yeah. It reminded me of, uh, you know, the bring out your dead wagon in, yeah, in the classic Holy Grail. Wagon. Yeah. Except instead of a guy with a bell, it was a motorized cart with two people and, and things that are supposed to help old people get things off of shelves. Yeah, the fact that it's a golf cart just feels even more florida where it's like it could just as easily be any number of more respected sort of off-roading vehicles but instead it's a golf cart <laughs> man <laughs> i mean so, it's fine it probably got the job done and god knows there's a shit ton of golf carts down there it's just very funny that for like a what sounds like a you know i don't want to say natural disaster because that's that's probably too it dramatic, wasn't that but level like, i mean i'd say on on the stretch of beach they might have picked up a couple hundred fish like they didn't have to get the jacked up you know bed for their club car they could fit it in the sure. regular club car bed sure <laughs> but yeah still a lot of dead fish that's good fish yeah, were that's getting cocky. yeah uh, that was that was my florida trip that was that was pretty much it i got sunburned you know did my okay, people I mean, proud yeah, that's part of it. Uh-huh. Well, well, hey, that's good. I I wanted to hear about it and we have and uh I think we're almost we're, we're almost done. We we can we can start wrapping up any final any final trip thoughts. Um uh, I'm pumped that we're going to get to record again soon and just slightly shorter week. I like Yeah, it. I got I got some more stuff to talk about that's not Florida related. It can be Florida related. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. I can't believe I went down there. But uh I think it was like my dad asked me at the right time. It was like a month out from the trip and the the flights were the right price for the shitty ticket that it was. And then uh, the Phillies were playing. I think it was like the big swing. And it was like, oh, yeah, I I watched those guys a lot last year. So I'm like, nice. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, that's the way to get me to Florida. Is like, hey, your favorite, one of your favorite successful teams is going to play play a couple of games in a, in some nice weather. I hear it's supposed to snow up there. Ah, that's <laughs> a compelling argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll say that the Airbnb for one, it had four beds in it, like four proper beds, and then another couple of places people could sleep. So I'm sure it's billed on Airbnb as like can fit six. Yeah. Had maybe, maybe like a full roll of toilet paper amongst like the four quarter rolls that, that were there. That's no good. Yeah. And, and I mean, we were staying there like the, the stay, I believe was a week, but you know, me and my brother were there for like four days a piece. Sure. So sure. a little less, but still like one roll amongst make a toilet paper. <laughs> like none of them were full, like no fresh rolls anywhere. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's nuts is what it is. I mean, that's something you really want to have on hand. Like, they had a pool a, and like a, la- a bike available. And yeah. like- <laughs> a, a, a lack of it only hurts your property. You know, that you want to provide that. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, all right, man. Uh, you got any advice for anybody who wants to watch most extreme elimination challenge? Ah, <laughs> uh, No. No, because cause like the best memories are, are you know, in, in my head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> and as we say every week. Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.